Welcome to the Gustavus Health Professions Podcast, Episode 25. My name is Heather Banks, and along with my co-host, Heidi Selsler-Barr, we talk with Brianna Krug, Volunteer Acumen Hospice Specialist. The focus of our conversation was on the companion volunteer opportunity. As a pre-health student, becoming a companion volunteer offers great experience in the healthcare field that is meaningful and has an impact. Brianna shares the onboarding process and the training involved to become a companion volunteer. The schedule is flexible and you can make an impact with a few hours of your time a month. As a companion volunteer, you provide a personal interaction, comforting presence, and a small moment of joy. Companions can also offer caregiver respite and or practical help around the home. We were both inspired by the work of the hospice volunteers and the opportunity it provides for both the patient and the volunteer. We hope you are inspired as well. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Brianna Crew, Volunteer Acumen Hospice Specialist. Thank you for joining us today. Can you please give us an introduction? Yeah, thank you for having me on. So I am Brianna Krug. I am originally from Litchfield, Minnesota, a small town about 90 miles west of the Twin Cities. And I attended college at Minnesota State University, Mankato. And I got my degree in Gender and Women's Studies and History. And I'm currently in the middle of working on my Master of Arts degree in Holistic Health Studies from St. Catherine University. Um, And I'm also one of the volunteer specialists with Ecumen Hospice. I've been doing this job for about two years now. Okay, well, so I need to know what is holistic health studies? I'm interested to know more about that. Sure, yeah. So basically, in a nutshell, it kind of takes into account um, all kinds of healing modalities. So conventional medicine, like we think of it, but also um, any alternative ways of healing too. So like acupuncture, nutrition, meditation, mindfulness. Um, So anything that can help a person heal. Oh, that sounds so cool. That's really, really neat. Yeah. So when you, when you graduate that, tell us what you'll, you what how you'll practice that. So right now I have no idea, (laughs) but, but um, I'm really enjoying it. And it's kind of interesting how the uh, volunteer specialist role in dealing with hospice, end of life, grief, bereavement kind of cross paths with this because a lot of people um, don't want to talk about death or dying or grief. And so a lot of what we do in holistic health studies is talk about some of those taboo issues as well and how to make them more easily to talk about. Yeah, that does sound like it would tie in very nicely with your current role and how that could be integrated. So yeah, that's, that's really cool. Thank you. Can you share with us a definition of hospice care? Yeah, so hospice care is a special type of care for those that have life-limiting illnesses. So people sign on with us and are given six months or less to live and are choosing comfort over cure, essentially. So hospice can be received anywhere an individual calls home. And as a volunteer, you would be a part of a team of nurses, social workers, chaplains, music therapists, massage therapists, all kinds of people, all dedicated to a patient's holistic care. Yeah, that sounds like 
you know, tough, right, is, is the situation, but it's neat that all those different specialties come together to give that comfort to the patient. So exactly. do you help coordinate all those different specialists? So we have all kinds of different people, um, yeah, who work as one team, one interdisciplinary team, and I just do the volunteer end of things. Okay. So matching, finding volunteers, and then matching them with patients to go and make visits. Great. So what led you to your current role working as the volunteer ecumen hospice specialist? Yeah, so while previous to this position, I did not have any direct hospice experience. I do have a passion for helping people. So my sister was working for Ecumen Hospice at the time in marketing, and she saw the volunteer specialist position come open and thought that I would be a great fit for it. And I originally started working with the Litchfield branch, and now I work with the Litchfield branch and the Owatonna branch. And I also do all the onboarding for all five branches that we have in Minnesota here. I, I have a quick question just to piggyback on that. What is the most rewarding part of your position? So for me, um, I have the joy of dealing with and talking to and working with um, the patients and their families, the caregivers, mm -hmm. and also the volunteers. So I'm really able to see how impactful this work is firsthand um, for both people. Mm -hmm. Sure. All right, so there are many different volunteer opportunities within Ecumen Hospice, one of which is the opportunity to volunteer as a companion. Can you share a bit more about the role of a companion volunteer? Yeah, so the companion volunteer is our most common volunteer role, and they are there to provide routine visits, which is typically two to four times a month. So that winds up being weekly or every other week. So a volunteer visits with a hospice patient to provide exactly as the name states, companionship. So this can be an opportunity for a caregiver to get some time to themselves if need be, um, knowing their loved one isn't alone. And visits can include a wide variety of activities from conversation, uh, reading books, poems, magazines, playing games, going for walks, listening to music, um, and sometimes just being present. We talk a lot with our volunteers about things that they can do during their visit to kind of fill time or get to know um, their patient, but also sometimes just being present is equally as important. Great, thank you that, so much. Yeah, that sounds like a, a real rewarding mm -hmm. position to volunteer in and especially the, the flexibility and diversity of what um, a student could bring to that role. Definitely, definitely. So we we currently have six Gustavus Prehealth students volunteering as companions here in this local area. Can you share with us the application, selection, and training process to become a companion volunteer? Yes. So the first step would be filling out an application. And an application can be filled out online by visiting um, ecumenhospice.org. Um, and there is a little volunteer section and that will give you um, information about all of our positions as well. And then from there, I would do a preliminary interview just to kind of learn more about you and you can ask any questions you have for me. And once that step is done, um, onboarding is done all online. So you would have to do a background check release and then 
After that, we have some self-study modules, just kind of preparing you for what volunteering is like and you feel confident going out and making visits. And then the last step is a wrap-up session that we do via Zoom. And that basically just ties everything that you've learned thus far together. And you can ask any questions that you've had or come up with along the way. And um, yeah, and then you can also meet other people who are onboarding as well. So a good connecting with people from other branches and that kind of thing as well. And then you're ready to go out and volunteer. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that sounds like a really pretty slick process, but I'm thinking about myself and maybe some of our students that you go through all this training, but I'm still thinking I'd probably be pretty nervous on the first day. <laughs> like, not really sure what I'm walking into. You know, what is this going to be like? Is there support for them there on the first day? Or what have you seen from other people kind of experiencing this? Definitely. So our wrap-up session really helps people kind of ask those questions and kind of get those jitters and then see that they're not alone and having a lot of those thoughts too. Um, and then another thing that we do are um, co-visits. So if you have like no experience, because you can totally volunteer with us having no experience in this, if you're wanting to gain experience, it's great. Um, so we do co-visits and essentially what that is, is we take someone from the team. So that can be a nurse, a social worker, a chaplain, and we basically pair you up with them and you would go and visit in the community or the home and they kind of like walk you through how they interact with the patient or how they talk to the patient um, and sort of get you inundated to that first visit. So, you know, for next time um, when you're making that second visit alone, how to better deal with the visit. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And is the companion when they're paired with a hospice patient it's paired with one patient. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. So I would get a hold of you and let you know, hey, I have this patient here. And if it works with your schedule and everything is a go, um, you would visit with that one patient until they pass away. So and I'm thinking, too, we're talking about Gustavus students here, right? And we work with pre-health students. So it's a great opportunity for them to really serve in the healthcare field and gain experience. Um, but I'm thinking that this is really open to a lot of different ages. What is, you know, I guess, tell us what the demographic looks like of a volunteer. Yeah, so it kind of varies from branch to branch, but we really do have people from like all age groups, all, like men, women, every, like, kind of all over the place. We have been getting in more students, but especially kind of coming out of this pandemic, we've been having a lot more people interested in just helping and what they can do for that human connection as well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So doing some more um, research on your website, we thought the Hospice Hounds volunteer opportunity seemed interesting as well. Can you share more about this opportunity? Yeah, Hospice Hounds is another role of our volunteer program that we're fortunate to have. So volunteers with dogs, after having undergone training certifications for their animal, have the opportunity to visit um, individuals with their dog. I could really see that bringing joy, right, to some of these individuals that are in hospice care. Um, how can you not smile or like be happy or enjoy the moment when you're able to see animals if that's something you like. It really does and even when they bring the animal into the community it just everybody is always drawn to the animal of course and I know a lot of times the the person bringing in the animal is like you know 
the pet's the star of the show. I'm just here. I'm just here. <laughs> so everyone's, of course, drawn to the animals. Yeah. Sure. So um, you mentioned on there too, ecumenhospice.org. That's where students would go if they wanted to fill out an application and learn more. And when we were on your, your website that we saw a lot of testimonials and stories from families and volunteers about the impact of the Ecumen Hospice program. What do you think is one of the biggest takeaways from volunteering? Yeah, so like I said, I'm kind of lucky in that with my position, I get to talk with the families as well as the volunteers and see how impactful the work is firsthand. But um, I would say from the volunteer standpoint, um, just that human connection, like I mentioned before, um, getting to know another person and learn about them and honor their life and honor their story, um, especially as we are coming out of a pandemic is just so meaningful and so impactful. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it, it really would be. Um, it's nice to have kind of the you know, the win for the patient as far as the connection goes and the win for the volunteer really getting the opportunity um, to see that. So Ecumen Hospice, is that just for Ecumen facilities? And is there hospice program? Because I'm not clear on that. Like, tell me, tell us the difference there. Yeah, so that is actually a great question. So we serve patients wherever they call home. So that can be, or sometimes is, um, an ecumen community, and sometimes is not. That can be in their home, like their actual home as well. So really anywhere. Um, yeah. Great. All right. So we are here for some random rapid fire questions for you. So our first one is, can you share with us a favorite sport tradition? So I am in no way an athlete, <laughs> but I was able to learn about sports through my sister who actually graduated from Gustavus in 2012. Um, she is the athlete of our family. And so I have been able to go to a lot of her sporting events through the years. And I have to say, I really enjoy listening to the pet bands and the live music and just seeing how the live music can really change like the atmosphere of a game. Oh, definitely. Music adds to it. So what did your sister um, compete in? So she was in tennis, basketball, and softball. And then she um, was uh, in the athletic training program at Gustavus. So a three-sport athlete, that's a lot. And you didn't get any athletic ability? I got all the musical ability. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the musician of the family. <laughs> yeah. No, we have, um, I have two boys and it's very similar. One really likes sports and one really likes music. So it's, yeah, their, their tastes are different there. So that's cool. So tell us what winter activity you enjoy the most. So usually I go on a vacation somewhere warm during the winter, <laughs> but I really do like Minnesota winters. And I have to say, um, taking my dog for walks, he's always amazed every time the snow comes around this time of year. So it's always fun being outside with him. What is your go-to dessert? Oh, pecan pie. And what is your favorite podcast? That's another good one. So right now, I would have to say 10% Happier with Dan Harris. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't heard of that before. We'll have to check that out, Heidi. So 10% Happier. 
Yeah, he talks about a lot of just kind of like philosophical meditation, mindfulness kind of things and how you can do little things in your everyday life to just be 10% happier. Yeah, that's a cool idea. I like that. All right. We'd like to end with this um, final question here. Can you define success? So Maya Angelou said success is liking yourself, liking what you do and liking how you do it. And I really like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's an amazing quote. I like that too. That's really cool. Well, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate you sharing your time and expertise. Yeah, thank you. And if anybody, um, like I said, they can go onto the website and also if they want to email hospicevolunteer at ecumen.org, that's another way to get a hold of me as well directly. Um, And yeah, I will reach out to you. Thank you so much, Brianna. Yeah, and that'll be great. We um, definitely want to continue to grow this. I think it's a great opportunity for Gustavus students that are interested in pre-health, the opportunity to serve especially in something health related and really get to see that end of the life process. So thanks so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me on. Have a great day. You too.